Welcome to the Sensual South, where we talk about the life of a highly sexual couple. Explore thoughts, fantasies, and experiences. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. We are not doctors or therapists. Everything we talk about is from our own perspective, and your experiences may be different. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Central South. I'm Ken. And I'm Charlie. And tonight we're going to talk about two very interesting topics, or at least interesting to us in the, because they're so near and dear to our hearts. Swinging in a small town and being professional. And when we say being professional, we're not talking about getting paid for swinging, although if you know of a gig that does that, we're both interested and available. <laughs> very interested. <laughs> so, um, but these are two things that I think that a lot of people who, who worry about their professional reputation and come from a small town might be interested in and how we've done it for so long in relative secrecy. Right. And lately there's a lot of people in our town that's also showing up on those sites that we go to. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so um, let, let's just dive right into it. So swinging in a small town and being professional, I think, have quite a bit of overlap. There's there's some things that are core, such as we have to remain relatively anonymous, right. but give enough detail so that we can attract others. Correct. That's where um, your profile really comes in handy. You know, you don't have to show your face on all of the profiles. Right. And you don't have to actually say where you live. You can always give a north of or south of until you find somebody that you're interested in talking to. Right. If you want somebody local. Not everybody plays with somebody local. Correct. Right? There, there, now, there are couples that we know personally that will not play with anybody within a 30-mile radius. Right. right. For that reason. They don't want – and it's not the professional piece that they're so concerned with, but they don't want somebody in their hometown that might their parents might go to school with their kids finding out. Right. Right. That may, Yeah, and, and that makes sense. But we learned the hard way that – I can live in this town and a coworker professional can live in another town and find out. Yeah. So let's, I mean, we, we can sure get into that story because I think that that'll be an interesting one, but let's talk about the staying anonymous in our profiles. So not displaying full face pics, mm-hmm. blocking out the eyes. I like to go a little bit further and don't show faces. Right. Um, I don't like the mask thing. No, I, know I don't. That I, yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. But um, one of the things that, that you can do on most of the adult meeting websites, swinging dating site, whatever you want to call them, right? Adult hookup site, whatever, um, have the option to have private pictures. Right. And that's where we keep our facial pictures. That is correct. So after we have talked and established a rapport and kind of feel good, we can then open up the private pictures for them to view for a limited time or full-time, depending on, on what's going on there. But those are some options to keep you a little safer in both swinging and professional circles. And you also, and this is going to sound crazy, don't use your real name on the title. <laughs> yeah. Or as your username. <laughs> or as your username or as your email address. Right. If you're, Whatever you name yourself. Say you name yourself Sensual South, right? So you use a Sensual South email address, not your personal email address. Does it make it more, you know, just a little more clicks to get to that email? But believe me, it's worth it. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, I agree that that is some of those things like that, like creating a separate email address just for the lifestyle, more than appropriate, you probably should. And if you play separate, you probably should have a couple and a separate one. That's correct. Right? That way you're not confusing everything together or, you know, it, it just to me that makes life a little bit more organized so you know who's talking to who because if you get an email in your joint couple account that looks like it's just targeted to your wife, you might go, oh, I'm not reading that one, but it was it was a couple that you was looking to talk to both of you, right? right. And, one of, and both of you thought it was for the other one and just ignored it, right? So you kind of want to keep everything a little bit separate if you can. Yeah. And it helps with anonymity. I can't say that word. Anonymity. (laughs) And it also helps keep things organized, I think. Yeah. I like the organization part of that. Yeah. So so that's a good one is don't tell people exactly, this is the small town USA that I'm living in. You could say I live south of blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. For us, it's we commonly use south of Nashville. That's right. That's right. And a lot of people know, well, that's one of three or four cities. Right? At, at least. Right. And so. Depends on what side of the state. Right. Nashville. Right. So you, you can you can do that to keep a little more anonymity. Um, and then once you decide you like the person and want to pursue to face-to-face, you might say, well, we live in this town. Or we live near this town. Or even um, we've done this before is say, hey, listen, um, this is a restaurant we like to go to, or this is a bar we like to go to. Right. Let's meet there. And it not even be in our town. That's right. That's right. And a lot of people appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, one unicorn that we um, have met and seen out, she requires something before you go see her because she's single mm-hmm. and by herself. So with us, what she wanted, she didn't want a face picture. She wanted a note that she could see like on your body. Mm-hmm. Right, that not really on your body. Use a post-it. Don't write on yourself. If you don't want to, <laughs> although it is can be fun. But um, that you know actually had her name and the date, not your name and the date, but her, her name, name and, and the date. date. That and way, her spelling of her name w- and the date. Right? right, and nine times out of ten, you don't really get the real names in anyway. Right, right. you're getting their their profile name, mm-hmm. but that so she knows you're real. Mm-hmm. She knows you're serious, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, still don't know what she quite looks like. Yeah, that's or, a, or, or she doesn't know quite you what she looked like either, right, right? Right. So that's an important safety one that I really like um, for unicorns and and couples in general is right. that's kind of like a proof of life, right? Proof prove you're not a robot, right? Prove you're human and that you are the female or male that you say you are, or couple because we sent both, right? Right. right. So. Um, that was an important piece of verification for her, and I actually like it. I do, I do too. Now, if it was me and I'm going to go play without him, I he has to have the guy's face because right. uh, that's me wanting him to have Well, there's it, right? lots. That's, that's real safety right, right there. I just wanted to make sure that out because yeah. safety, that it, it's, it's a little different. There's a lot we take into precaution if you're going right. to go play. Like, I know we're – I note your location services zone. You send me your location when you get there. Yes. You text me everything's okay. Periodically you check in. Yes. You know, there's there's all kinds of safety layers that are right. there. And I'm always make sure that I'm within quick reaction to wherever she's at. Right. Because if I need to show up, I do. Um, which I haven't ever had to. And, no. and it's not that I'm super concerned. And, and most of the, most of the m- males that we choose, we would – 
probably feel really safe, but they're still, right. that's my wife. So I'm going to be it, close. It's just, it's just a precaution. Yeah. You know, it is. It's not nothing to do with trust on our side. It's yeah. precaution to keep me safe, to be right. honest. Right. Yeah. Um, cause even though she knows how to choke you <laughs> and shoot you <laughs> and shoot you, she, she's still, you know, she's still quite smaller than most people. So, um, all right. So, I mean, that, I think those are some important safety ones, right? Um, the, the professional one has always really bothered me and here's why I'm in a, well, we're both in a technical Nothing. field, right. right? I'm little different than you is because I have done speaking engagements in large venues and I have a little bit more notoriety because of that than you do. Um, so therefore I, I'm concerned that some of the geeks that hang out with us and I look, I'm a geek too, so I'm not knocking geeks, but some of the people, some of the people that hang out, out in those circles will recognize me. Now you might say, well, look, if they found find you on a swinging swingers dating site, what were they doing there, right? But you, if people get vindictive, they'll find ways to flip that and right. deny. And especially smart people, you can easily find ways to say. But I wasn't actually a member. This just popped and, up, and it and it has been a situation where I've been out, not in a swinging uh, environment, but I was out and. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you guys, it was a job interview. And the first thing the guy said to me was, oh, you're married to so-and-so. And I looked at him, and I almost got up and walked away. <laughs> but but that's how recognizable you are, mm-hmm. right? Because they've never seen me before, never seen my name as far as I know, put us together as soon as they start, we start talk, I start talking. So. Right. And that, and that. It's called inference, right? right? And then, right. and in security, information security, that's an that's a big deal, yes. and that's an important piece. So we try to minimize what you can infer um, from our profiles as to who we really are, and that's that's an important piece. Is to think with that mindset is if somebody read our profile and talked to us very briefly, uh, one or two sentences, or you know, just right. a little quick conversations. Could they infer who I am, and am I willing to accept that? And if you're not, you probably should, one, think about what you're doing. Um, Two, is also obscure who you are just vaguely, not rudely, but, you know, just like we do. We're south of here. Let's meet at this restaurant. Are we You know, that kind of thing. Sorry, I didn't talk over you. Or we don't give our true titles to what we do. Right. You know. We'll give vague industry things. We're in computers. Oh, look, we're in in computers, too. Right, right. right. Around here, you could say medical field, and it could mean anything. This is true. (laughs) We could always use that one. But I I think it's important to understand that you don't have to be super forthcoming. Right. You need to be a little, but you don't have to go – Here's my date of birth and my social security number and my all my children's name and my parents' name. My full name. Right. Or, yeah. And I work here, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and people will ask those questions. And they will immediately get told, uh-uh. Nope. Sorry, I don't answer those questions. Don't, you know. Um, I had one the other day ask me if I had a dog. Really? Yes. That's weird. I was. Then I wrote back, yes, and why? What kind? I quit talking to that person because they freaked me out. <laughs> That's a quick way to not to get not answered. Don't ask me what kind of dog I have. Like, why would he? Why would anybody want to know? I don't know. I mean, as, if you were talking and it had been a while and you you were kind of getting to know each other, okay, see if we have similar interests in animals. It was a second question. Oh, see, so yeah, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
No, you're a creep. No, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't even. No. I can't even. I don't even think I told you about that. That's just No, happened. you didn't. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are important things, I think. Um, some other things. Don't use your phone numbers, at least initially. Right. If you are, if you're one of those people who just feels better communicating over text, Get a Google Voice number. Didn't even think of that. That's right. That's a good idea. Get a Google Voice number. Make phone calls, text messages over Google Voice. Yep. But typically, most people nowadays will either have Kick or Signal or Telegram or something else that they can communicate over without using those things. And if they don't understand that you need to keep a little bit of yourself back and, and and provide yourself a little bit of anonymity, you probably don't need to talk to them. I mean, we talked about the proof of life with our unicorn right. friend. Right. But, um, you know, that, that's she didn't ask for our phone numbers until no, we didn't. had known and talked to her. I don't think until after we played with her that's the correct. first time. That's correct. It's when we exchanged. Well, so after the fact. Yes. Exchanged phone numbers. So And that's that was even us to her, not right. we never offered. Right. Yeah. And there are people that we've played with that we, they still don't have our phone numbers Mm-mm. or our address. Nope. Right. I mean, we've done everything we can to be safe, but for whatever reason, they don't have that level of intimate detail. Right. It, it just, I think it really just depends on the person. And, and I'll tell you one that a lot, that bites a lot of people in the lifestyle. And I think, Charlie, you've got a story that kind of echoes this a little bit. Um, we all, once we meet the fr- close, intimate friends, and we've played and partied together and we've hung out together, that we start instantly becoming Facebook friends. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> somebody can um, infer because they know the same friend, you have the same group of friends in common. Right. They might infer that you're in the lifestyle. And Charlie, start your story because <laughs> this happened. This did happen. Um, so a coworker of mine, when I say coworker, we actually had the same boss. And just not somebody who worked in the same building. We had the same boss. Like next cube over. Next cube over. Uh, I, w- I got up um, to go get some lunch and he followed behind me, which is not unusual. And he said, Charlie, Charlie. I'm like, what? And he says, do you know so-and-so? He had to pick the person with the most weirdest name. And she, that girl did have a weird name. And I looked and went, nope. <laughs> I got really quiet because I, I knew right then. And I, I didn't know what to say. I, I was just like, nope. He, well, she's on your Facebook. I said, well, you know how it is. People just add you like crazy. <laughs> but that. And but he knew she was full he, of shit. He knew. He knew. Because <laughs> uh, we had way more, more friends and, and the same as than she. Um, and we ended up at some parties together. And it ended up, it ended up great. Yeah, it ended, it ended up, really up fine. That is an example of where it ended better than what you would have thought it would have, but could have went bad. Right, especially at the location where I worked at that time, because if it would have been found out there, it would have been oh, it would have been bad. Would have been really bad. So you might even want to consider if you're going to add people to your Facebook, is having a what do we call this? Uh, an alternate Facebook, like a swingers right. Facebook, right? And some couples do this, and they'll do a joint Facebook together that's for their swinging profiles and stuff, swinging friends. Right. Uh, others won't. So, but I would encourage you that if that's what you're going to do, you should probably. Or at least privatize your Facebook. Yeah, that's another one. If they're not friends with you, this is something that given my role and my career, what I recommend everybody do, 
anyway, right. is your Facebook should be visible, your friends list, your Facebook, your date of birth on Facebook, your marital sta- status on Facebook, your location on Facebook. All of that should only be visible to your friends. Friends. Totally agree. Not just Facebook, Instagram. Instagram too, yeah. Yeah, anything like that. And see, I go um, a bit further and I subdivide my friends by by groups, by what they can and cannot see. I have some groups. So that helps minimize who can see what you're doing. Right, right. Very important. Very important to do that. And so uh, those are just some general safety things as well, right? You just kind of be private with your own private information and not not put it out there for everyone. But the, the, the fact is that if you're in the lifestyle, if you play any at all, somebody's going to know. Right. Cause you're playing with them. <laughs> it's hard to have sex with somebody without seeing them. Without seeing their face. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um, you but, could, but mm. <laughs> yeah, that's different. That's glory holes. Uh, <laughs> that's another story, which might be another show topic, but um, yeah, I mean, so, so take your precautions, be safe. Um, don't let it, don't let your career status impact you. Just think first. Right. Think we, ahead. And, and I don't know if we've said this, said this before on this one, but most people we know are IT or they're they're medical, all yeah. Most of them are lawyers. Or, and it, we weren't we weren't searching for a group like that. It just happens to be. It just happened. We went to a club, the yeah. only one in town, right at the time, and that's everybody I, we ran into. Yep. I, so, you know, if somebody runs into you at a restaurant and says, oh, you look familiar, so, well, thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't try to let them guess from where. So. Right. Yeah. So, you know, get out there, have fun, but, but think a little bit about your privacy and safety. Just, right. Just be precautious. Yeah. And as far as the small town things are concerned, I know that a lot of people are worried because you see this happen, you know. Um, the, church a, is going to find out. Right. Or, church is going to find out, something like that. And even you see examples in the news, um, like the teacher who started an OnlyFans during the oh, pandemic yeah. and got fired for it, even though she didn't have any school content, but it was a mother of a child that reported her. Right. But if you Wasn't visited the public, if you visited the public OnlyFans, the part that you could see, it nothing would identify her. It was only if you were in paid for paid for it. You could see her pictures and put together some tattoos and her face and go, oh, this is the same person. I forgot all about that. And put it all together. So what happened there is the woman's husband paid for an OnlyFans. <laughs> the wife found out. Got mad. Got, got mad. And there you go. But So there's the real fear that something like that will happen. And you're never going to isolate yourself if you're in the lifestyle from something like that. But you can make it more difficult. Right. Um, and, and I think that's what we're advocating here is try to keep it as private as you feel safe. Now, our kids are older. Yes. I don't give a rat's ass. No. I mean, as a matter of fact, when you go visit one of them, they had a pineapple on their door. Right. And we would go babysit so they could go to adult-only swim parties. So we're just kind of guessing. That they know, probably that are. That the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Correct. On that yeah. one. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, I mean, matter. I mean, so if, if it makes you feel – I guess here's what I'm trying to say. If it makes you feel better to not play with anybody within 50 miles and to only play when you go out of town, great. Great. Good excuse for weekend trips with your wife. That's right. Awesome. That's right. Great bonding on the road trip or airplane ride. And, and, you know, you get to have some fun and get some relaxation too. Great. Awesome. But I, what, I think what I'm also trying to say is don't be afraid. 
because while there are always chances, right? There's a chance you can go get in your car in the morning and and not make it back. That's right. Um, those are smaller than than what a lot of people would lead you to believe, but still don't let you still wear your seatbelt when you get in your car. Still take the precautions to protect yourself and your anonymity as much as possible. And, and if you have any questions on something you're doing and you want to know if you can make it safer, message us. Yeah. It's kind of what we do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> now that he's giving it away. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, right, message us. And if we can figure out a way to make it safe, heck yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll. Matter of fact, we might even, we won't say your name, but put it on another podcast or put it out there so people say, yeah, we're oh, gonna, look, this is how you can do this. And, and we're going to do a listener's uh, questions podcast at yes. some point. Um, I, I think – as we get a little bit further than just episode seven and have built up more to, to contain in the show, I think we're going to do that. That's true. Um, and, and I've mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago and I'm going to mention it again. We're still looking for feedback. And so far I think most people are wanting this. So supporting a podcast is not, or doing a podcast is not cheap. No. It can get expensive. Um, and the equipment that we have and, is expensive and it's going to get more so because as we start building out the studio a little more to be more comfortable and less echo and things like that and have um, more guests and have more guests right we want it nicer for as we as we have more guests coming right um so one of the ideas that we come up with is us doing an OnlyFans, and maybe the OnlyFans would contain pictures of us and play partners without faces involved and things like that. But, you know, just some play pictures and some play stories and things that you couldn't get, maybe even a podcast that you couldn't get out in the public, but you could get there. Maybe even a video cast would be awesome. Um, But more importantly is direct interaction with Charlie and or myself. Right. And we think that that level of access might be something people would be interested in. We were flattered when asked, and we thought about it, and we would like to do that. Yeah, so we're, we're thinking about we're thinking about doing it, and I would like you guys' input. We've also thought about doing, as a part of that, access to a Discord, starting a Sensual South community. So a private Discord server to where only paying members would be invited, and we may go to different it may go to something else besides paying members, right? right. Personally verified members. We'll, we'll, we can something. think through this. Yeah. But not only to where you could have direct interaction in real time with us, but each other. Correct. Because I think that as a community in this area, we need to support each other. We need, you know resources and and to talk about things and play partners and event planning and event schedules and things events are, are coming up i hope soon yeah they're already starting so we hope they increase a little bit but um so those are some things that we're thinking about please drop us an email or a comment let us know leave us a voice message we'll we'll listen to it we may or may not put it on the air if you don't want us to we certainly won't um but yeah let us know what you're thinking and and we're kind of want to turn the ads off on this thing uh, uh, yeah i agree with him i don't i'm retired of the ads but i do want to say too you have any ideas that you want us to talk about oh yeah because when we started this it wasn't actually going to be informational like we're doing but we have had so many people ask for so many things that are informational we've kind of went down that path mm-hmm. we're, we're still going to talk about playtime i have one i can't wait to tell you guys about but so but we're gonna we're still gonna do that kind of stuff but if you have any ideas let us know we're great we will don't you know we'll research it if we have to and we'll definitely 
at least give you our opinion. Right. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's been it for tonight, guys. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback. Any of your feedback, both positive and negative, is greatly appreciated. Anything, ways that we can improve, we look forward to to doing that. One of the friends of the show who I mentioned on um, the uh, podcast with Sasha, which was uh, the guys from Wholesome Addiction, Shout out to those guys again. They gave us some great feedback, some great advice. Uh, listen, if you'd like to talk about porn and basically hear guys having a great time discussing sex stuff and fun stuff and just goofing off with each other, Wholesome Addiction is where it's at. It is. I've been listening to those guys now. I've been listening. I think for, you were the first listener. No, I wasn't. Close. I've been listening. They've been around for 10 years. I've been listening for eight. So... And his name is on there every time you listen. It's, it's there. You. It's there a lot. <laughs> I do. I do try to help the boys out and provide content whenever I can. But um, so, Sean Beef Operator, thank you guys for for the kind words and comments. And guys, go check those guys out. They're pretty awesome. They are. Hey, and as a female, I love listening to them. They're, They're great. Really cool. yeah, yeah, they don't believe females listen, and Charlie has to remind them just about. <laughs> Oh. monthly i'm here guys i listen and you're wrong women do like this thing <laughs> so anyway that's been it for this evening you guys have a great one